T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports betting insider Ryan Horvat. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to BetMGM tonight, their podcast for more of Ryan Horvat analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. He's on Twitter at Ryan Horvat. Ryan, uh, we've had a couple weeks off, and uh, last week I, I understand we had we had stomach issues. We had we had the stomach flu. I, my, my issue with that is always you take care of everyone else, then you catch it, then you're miserable and you can't help anybody. And no one's there to help you, generally speaking. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened to me because I knew I was doomed because I spent the entire weekend with my son. My wife was working and we went to a baseball game and you know, he was pretty much just like on top of me the entire weekend. Um, and so then I got a call from my wife that she had to go pick him up from school on Monday around like 2 p.m. It was the end of the day, of course, as well. Then my wife was sick, and then everybody started to get better, went back to work, and then there I was laying there. So that was brutal. Nobody to take care of me. But the only good part was, like, my kid did go back to school, and my wife went back to work, so I did have the house to myself. But when you're dealing with the stomach bug, oh, it's, you really can't do a whole lot. It's laying on the bathroom floor. I mean, that's the only comfortable exactly. spot. Like, I, I feel I, – I hope I don't ever get that again. I hope I don't ever have to deal with any – uh, stomach bug, stomach flu. I'm always that, that, there. I can deal with normal sickness, sniffles, say a sore throat, strep, whatever it may be. But whenever it's it has to do with the stomach, I'm just out of commission. Don't even try talking Thank to you. me. I'll be throwing up and miserable for an entire week. Exactly, man. Like yeah. that's I, I can't do it. You know, I mean, with the head, anything else like allergies. This time of the year, I go to work, but that's the only thing you really can't mess with. Um, so I haven't even caught up with you since uh, Joel Embiid won the MVP. Can I hold a twenty? You gonna let me hold a twenty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, I could let you do that because uh, it's been. A, you know, I was talking about this on the show. It's been a really good couple of months. I had Malcolm Brogdon as the sixth man, and I didn't think there was any chance that that was gonna hit. Um, and then you know. All of a sudden, he wins the award. We kind of figured Embiid was going to be the MVP, but still, you just wait to cash that ticket. 
Then I had uh, Mage, uh, seventeen to one. Is that what you had Mage? Did you did you sprinkle did, a little yeah. bit elsewhere? No, I only okay. bet Mage. That's that's the thing. Like usually, I'll bet two to three horses, and maybe I'll bet a matchup. And I actually only did one exotic, so I didn't give my yearly donation to to the uh, book for the horse race either. Because, right. Uh, my one horse won, so I won a bunch of money. Uh, my one exotic that I played actually hit as well. So it was a good good couple months for me. Uh, hopefully, now I need Boston not to choke against the Heat. I do have Boston. I had Milwaukee. I had some bucks, but unfortunately, they couldn't get it done. They choked. So now I'm just worried about the uh, Celtics because I had, I had them, not the best price, like plus 120 just to come out of the East, but I figured it was going to come between them and Milwaukee, and now here all of a sudden come the zombie heat, Jimmy Butler yeah. and Eric Spolstra and Bam Adebayo. So a little bit worried about that. That's the last thing I need, though, for this to be like probably the best stretch of my life. The Celtics, though, I mean, just watching that game, they, I said this earlier, they play like they think they deserve to win, right? They play they play yeah. as if the other team's going to roll over and die. They did it a couple times against the 76ers as well. Celtics are... They're a they're probably the most talented team left right this second. Um, they're the team that I I you know before last night's game probably would have wagered my money on to win the NBA Finals. But yeah, night to night, I, I just don't know what to expect from them. In the Heat, I, I said this as well earlier. They're like a good service academy football team. They'll grind you down, bother you. You know what to expect, but still, there's nothing you can you can do about it if they're clicking. Yeah, exactly, man. And that's the thing. That's like Boston. They have all the talent, but like they act like they're the '95, '96 Bulls, and they've won multiple right. championships. They're like they're the Golden State Warriors, and they haven't won anything. You know, they've been to the finals. They've had some nice seasons with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, but you know, you got to win the chip here in the next couple of years. This should be your year. I mean, if they don't get it done this year, I don't know when it's going to happen because I think everybody's going to get a little bit better uh, next season. So. I, it, their problem is they play with their food. Like, they'll have a big lead. They'll have a 15-, 16-point lead. They just don't know how to close out games, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they have two guys that can close games. I know Jalen Brown doesn't have the best handles, but he could give you 30, and he averages 30 against the Heat. And then Jason Tatum, there's certain nights where he looks like the best player in the league. He He's such a tough shot maker. You know, he could rebound, he could facilitate, he could defend. But then there's those nights where it's like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like last night, just brutal turnover after brutal turnover. And uh, they're just a weird team. I think what yeah. they really lack, I like Marcus Smart in the clutch. I know people like to rip Marcus Smart, but, I mean, at least he has the stones to take some of those shots and kind of be the alpha that I think that that team needs. But, man, he's actually been really good in the clutch if you look at the clutch numbers here in the postseason. But I think they need a traditional point guard. That's really not Malcolm yep. Brogdon. He, you know, kind of plays off the ball. But there's certain times where they just need somebody to get him within the get him into their offense. Well, you thought Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon would be able to do that yeah. this year. Yeah, exactly, man. And, and <laughs> I do like both players, too. I love Malcolm Brogdon. I love Derek White. But... There's just like something off about that team. And yeah, that's a great way to put it about the heat. They are just like a service Academy team. They have Jimmy Butler. Who's, you know, he's, he's a superstar, but in the regular season, you kind of forget all about Jimmy Butler. And then we get to the playoffs. He becomes Michael Jordan. All of a sudden you have bam. Who's a very good player, very underrated player. Mm -hmm. I know he doesn't go out there and give you Jokic and Embiid type numbers, but like, that's the thing about the heat, man. It's like the Raptors a couple of years ago when they won the championship, you know, they had, Kawhi, but then it was, you know, Siakam, it was Fred Van Vliet, it was a bunch of guys that just filled the roles, and that's what the Heat do. Like, Duncan Robinson went from not playing, he was on a milk carton, to now getting actual minutes. <laughs> Kevin Love, in the year 2023, is in a starting right. lineup. Yet, like, everybody just does their job. Max Struess, Gabe Vincent. 
uh, Caleb Martin. And I think it also, I mean, Eric Spolstra, I think it says everything about his coaching style because he's so damn good. I mean, I think he's one of the greatest to ever do it. He's in a class all by himself. And that's the other problem. Like Joe Mazzula, Joe, Joe Mazzula, I should say. <laughs> he, uh, like every single game, he's taking timeouts home with him. I have no idea what he's doing. He's just third, getting out coached. In that third quarter, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe he didn't take his. I mean, and then I think Eric Spolstra, like there was a 7 0 run to start the fourth, and he took a timeout like, what, a minute and a half into the fourth quarter? Yeah, and it's like, so that's what you do right there, Joe. Like, just watch what this guy's doing. When the other team goes on a 7 nothing run, 9 nothing run, 9-1 to run, burn a timeout, man, in, in every game. He's like Mike Budenholzer. He, he leaves the arena with two timeouts in his pocket. I don't know if he's bringing them home for the family or what, as a doggy bag, but I'm a little worried about the Celtics. I wouldn't even right. be shocked if the Heat won this series, man, because, again, like, Jimmy is an alpha male. Uh, he's awesome in the playoffs. You got Bam playing his best basketball. And who knows? I mean, I don't think Tyler Hero comes back for this series, but who knows? Like, I mean, when he got hurt game one against the Bucks in the first round, they're like, Tyler Hero could return for the playoffs. And I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, the Heat are about to get beaten five. He's not coming back until next season. And now here they are, like, continuing to play basketball. And who knows? Maybe he comes back. Because I thought that's what they were going to lack in this series was finally, like, this was going to be the series where they needed that secondary score. And mm-hmm. instead, everybody just continues. I mean, it's been one game, so let's also not right. overreact there. But, I mean, they stole home court advantage. That's well, huge, man. Well, and it's the Celtics. They did this in the 76ers series as well. They, they have the ability to knock out a team if they just have some intensity about them. But it feels like they need to get hit in the face. It's like if Mike Tyson was a, a, a counter puncher. You know what I mean? It just makes no sense. Right. It makes no sense game to game, the, the intensity they lack, uh, even quarter to quarter. It's just it's, it's confusing. Now, granted, I'd still bet them to win this series, you know, even being down 0-1. But it's, 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 a, it's definitely frustrating. It's very frustrating to see how they operate. Absolutely. I think, like, the best bets, if you want to make a bet, I played Jalen Brown plus 350 to be Eastern Conference Finals MVP because he averages 30 points per game, uh, you know, against Miami, four regular season games, went over his points, rebounds, and assists last night. That's what I'm going to continue to play in this series. Mm -hmm. And if you think Miami has a chance, man, you're getting actually a better price if you go Eastern Conference Finals MVP and you go with Bam, which I know is scary betting anybody other than Jimmy. But, man, like, Bam plays his best basketball. Uh Against Boston, he's averaging 26 points per game and almost 10 boards. He averages about five assists. You saw it last night. He gets it done on the defensive end. It's just, I think that's the way to play this series. But yeah, I'm still going to stick with my original pick of Boston, but I think the series is going to go six, maybe even seven games. And we'll see. Because again, like, I mean, they just, they mess around way too much. They have all the talent, but there's just like something off with that team. What what do you think about the series price going into last night? Though it was like minus 550 at most books, somewhere yeah, around there. Which is insane. For, for the it's Celtics insane, to win. Man. I got a kick out of the ESPN graphic where the Heat only had a 3% chance to win this series, but I got a bigger kick out of just that series price. I mean, it was the perfect, and I'm a dummy, because it was the perfect hedging opportunity because now it comes down to two teams. I was getting Miami, you know, at wor- the worst price I think I saw was like plus 375 right. right into the series, like at an offshore book. That was the perfect hedging opportunity. You know, you play a little bit, maybe $100, and then I at least get my money back. But I was like, no chance. Like, this comes to an end now, man, because – The Heat, again, like I know this is the crap that everybody's talking about, but in the regular season, they were 30th shooting the ball from the floor. Like they were the second, I believe, or third worst three-point shooting team, and then we get past the first round, and there they are, they're the second-best shooting team in the playoffs. It makes absolutely no sense. Now they're scoring the basketball. Like last night, that game flew over. At one point, the live total was like 252 points, 
that total closed last night at 210. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, yep. all these guys get better in the playoffs. So that series price, though, never made any sense. What it was telling you was Boston had an 85% chance to win the series. And I just think that that's a little bit crazy because injuries do happen in the playoffs. I mean, we see it every year. I mean, we saw it last year where the Suns fell apart. We saw it years ago in the first round when Derrick Rose got hurt against the 76ers. Obviously, I don't even want to say this or speak it into existence, but, like, what if Jason Tatum goes down in the series? I would pick Miami. Even if Jalen Brown goes down, I'm probably picking Miami. I think they need both of those guys. I think they need Robert – I mean, I think they need Robert Williams to play better. Marcus Smart's got to play better. The problem with Boston, too, I love everything they did this offseason, but they brought in Brogdon and Gallinari, and then he injured his knee right away, so we never even got to see him. So who knows? Maybe they're better next year, but I still – I think this year's championship or bust. I mean, they got the unfinished business warm-ups and everything. If they don't win a championship, I don't – the other thing is I don't think Jason Tatum could show his face because, you know, he says, humbly, I'm the best or one of the best players in the league. And, like, every once in a while he just goes missing in these big spots. I think yep. he needs to win a championship this year. Well, what would you think of that fourth quarter barrage he gave to the 76ers in game six after three quarters of just nonsense? Like, one of the wor- <laughs> one of the biggest no-shows in playoff history. Yeah, my take on that was, like, so if, if they lost that game, Jason... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Tatum wouldn't be able to show his face until the preseason next year. If they win that game, even if he doesn't have that fourth quarter, nobody remembers, you know, that crappy three quarters. Or nobody remembers this crappy game as long as they get it done and they win in seven. So, I mean, obviously he saved himself there. And it also just shows, though, like I I do, I love Jason Tatum. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I mean, it's just. You know, I, he cost me money in the finals last year because I had them 35-1, to 1, so I was still pissed about that. And then, you know, the turnovers last night annoy me. It's like he just has these, like, mental lapses, I feel. But 
he's one of the toughest shot creators. I was actually listening to the um, the latest uh, Ryan Rosillo podcast. Yeah, and uh, it was pretty good. And uh, you know, he, he, every once in a while, he'll have some players on there. And they were talking about what's the difference between defending, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Jimmy Butler. And uh, the answer uh, that they got from Larry Nance on defending Jason Tatum, I thought was an awesome answer. He's just like the toughest shot maker in the league. There's like no way to defend him. You know, you because in the league he was talking about you want to force guys into step back jumpers, but that's what Jason Tatum's actually looking to do. You know, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. Kevin Durant with his release. He can hit shots from crazy angles. He's so tough to guard, but. It's like you just got to put it all together, man. Like I don't want to hear about him like sending DMs and text messages to Kobe yeah. this year. I want him to like go on the court and score forty points in the biggest games of the year. Right. Talking with Ryan Horvat from BetMGM tonight. Um, Lakers down 0-1 in the Western Conference Finals, and I think the overwhelming thought from everybody is the Lakers should feel good, considering they were able to cut that lead that the Nuggets had to three in the final minute, even though the Nuggets were just making everything but but do you do you buy into that so i did at the time and i said this on the show last night i was like man i might bet the lakers on the money line here game two and i might maybe even look at the lakers series price because all i needed to see was a healthy anthony davis in the playoffs people forget how great he is defensively and offensively he's just never healthy ever you know lebron uh, he's he's still awesome i mean what he's doing is ridiculous but i needed to kind of like see one game to get a good idea and I overreacted a little bit just because I love the adjustments um, that the Lakers made. I mean, I just thought yeah. that uh, Darvin Ham was great, actually. And that was the biggest question mark for me going into the playoffs because he comes from the coach bud system. But, I mean, the proper adjustment was made. You had Rui pick up Jokic uh, full court, you know, and or half court, I should say. And I think they did that 10 possessions. And I think that um, Denver only scored on four of those possessions. And before that, you know, they were doing whatever they wanted. I mean, Jokic was hitting just insane shots, even over Anthony Davis at the buzzer. So they made the right adjustments. I think they figured some stuff out. I think Rui's going to be a big part of this series, actually. But everybody has that take, man. And everybody's going to bet the Lakers tonight. Everybody's going to yep. grab the five and a half, go with the money line, especially after they saw the Heat win last night as plus 300 dogs. And I don't know, because I also feel like I don't know how good of a coach, I mean, I don't know that Mike Malone's a good coach. He's not Eric Spolstra, but I think he'll have a couple adjustments up his sleeve as well. So I don't know, man. I I do buy into it a little bit. I do think the Lakers figured some stuff out. Again, I wouldn't be shocked just because these playoffs have been crazy. But my original pick was Nuggets Celtics. I bet Jokic Finals MVP ten to one. Um, kind of is like my Boston hedge because if they win the finals, man. Like, we have to give Jokic the MVP. I think the best bet you can make is Western Conference Finals, Jamal Murray MVP at a good price. And then Jokic, it was 10-1. to 1. The problem is you're only getting 2-1 to 1 value. But if they win the finals, we're going to be like, what did we do giving Embiid the MVP? He averaged 33 points in the regular season. Then we get to the playoffs, and he only averages 23 and no-shows in the biggest game of the year in Game 7. So I think we made a big mistake. It's hey, what, well, what everybody's going to think. You're, you're fine with that mistake. I mean, you're... Oh, I you're all good with it. Just, you know, you know that Jokic. Uh, if Denver wins the championship, he's definitely going to be Finals MVP. So, right. sticking my with my original pick there, Boston Denver in the finals. But I wouldn't be shocked, man, because I do think the Lakers. You know, I do think that they figured some stuff out. Uh, but I just have to see it, and I kind of lean Denver still tonight, just because 
in the altitude, I feel like LeBron's old legs are going to catch up to him in the second half. But I hate doubting that man. So right. all that said, he probably scores fifty against me. Tonight. I am uh, I am almost of the belief for the Lakers guarding Jokic because it was only six possessions with Rui on him. Obviously, you go with that and you see what you can do. Yeah. But I like almost my thought for the Lakers is single cover Jokic and just keep him from throwing guys open because you see KCP and Aaron Gordon all these guys get open consistently and get their shots off because Jokic is throwing them open. And that's really who you need to neutralize. I I feel like if Jokic is getting 40-plus points and not getting those double-digit assists every single night, the Lakers have a good shot. Completely agree. Like, let Jokic go out there and score 40. The problem is, in this series, why I can't... I mean, it's so easy to say, yeah, they found something with Rui against Jokic. And like you said, man, sure. Maybe you, maybe Jokic gets held to 18 points, but then what does he have? 13 dimes and 15 rebounds. <laughs> right. You know, going into the first, going into the second half. You know, I mean, he went over his rebound and assist prop, dude, in the first half of that game. Yeah. So I'm just going to continue to bet all of Jokic. I don't think there's really a great way to guard him. You got Anthony Davis; he can't even stop the guy. So I don't know what Rui's going to be able to do here. But but what the biggest question mark? Like, who the hell guards Jamal Murray in this series? I, like, we've forgotten how great Jamal Murray is scoring the basketball, closing out games. And we're always like, yeah, it's the Nuggets. They'll choke. It's the playoffs. But we haven't seen the Nuggets healthy since the bubble. And in the bubble, Jamal Murray was giving us 50-point performances. And I don't know that anybody on that Lakers team is going to be able to contain him or, you know, hold him under 18 points. And I think he only needed to give you, like, 20. Because if Aaron Gordon's not giving you something, it could be Porter Jr. They don't really go deep. Maybe that's one advantage the Lakers have, but I don't know. They're only playing eight guys, Denver. But it's all you man. need, though, in the in the playoffs. I mean, right in the playoffs, that's all you need. I wish Mike Budenholzer would have realized that against Toronto a couple of years ago when he was rolling out Nico Miritich and George <laughs> Hill and the corpse of his 2005 <laughs> Atlanta Hawks team. But uh, yeah, I just don't know how you stop Jamal Murray, even if you stop Jokic. I, I just don't think that you could do it. So I think Denver's too good, and I'm kind of rooting for him. You know, I mean. Selfishly, money money wise, like I want Boston to win, but it'll be cool to see Jokic get that chip, get that ring, because then you can never take that away from the guy. And then I never want to hear about voter fatigue or any other crap or that people don't want to stay up late and watch basketball games because I mean, like Steph Curry changed the way that the game's played. I know that we've seen guys kinda of do what Jokic is doing, like Sabonis, you know, our Venus Sabonis was obviously great. I was a big Tony Kukoc fan. He was six yeah. eleven and could, you know, handle the rock, but I mean what Jokic does it's insane, man. I mean, he's he's the point guard. He's a seven foot point guard that you can't stop. And he was a fat kid like the rest of us, so I root for him. Was it Lisa Salters uh, today? Say so she she just now. It was the first time she got to sit down and watch Nikola Jokic, and she was impressed, even though he's won two like, straight how, MVPs. How yeah, does like, that happen? How? I don't how? get it. And how? Because a couple years ago, again, like they were in the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. We had nothing else to do. Remember the celebrities were going crazy and doing right. Madden song. There was, I was betting the Korean Baseball League and other people playing video games and marbles. So, like, how are you not watching Jokic then? And how have you not been watching a guy that was the back-to-back MVP? But this is the thing. I dealt with this when I was in Milwaukee covering the Bucks. You know, they had to win a championship to get any respect. Now they get too much respect. Like, I don't need to see Giannis get knocked out by an eight seed and given a, give a motivational Jack Handy type speech anymore. <laughs> but at least they're getting the proper, the proper respect now, man. And, I almost feel like you have to win in this league or else it's always oh. – I hate the ring conversation. Right. You know? Yeah, and yeah. well, the, the, well, coaches – we fi- in the NBA, they fire more talented coaches than any other league combined. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Oh, yeah. 
Like, all these guys just coached in the finals. I know, like, Udoka, obviously, a different situation. Right. But Nick Nurse just won a championship in Toronto. Can't believe I'm even saying those words. Like, I never, growing up, watching Damon Stoudemire, Marcus Camby, and Doug Christie, I never thought the Raptors well, isn't were going to be a championship it, team. <laughs> isn't, isn't the number four of the last five championship coaches have been fired? The only one that hasn't been a Stephen Kerr, or Steve Kerr, not Stephen Kerr, Steve Kerr. And it, yeah. it would be Vogel, it would be Vogel, Lou, um, Nurse and Budenholzer all got fired. And, and, and Bud, yeah. And then even Monty Williams just got canned and he coached in right. the final. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's insane, man. It's, and that's the thing. Like, all right, really quick. Uh, so on the uh, Doc Rivers situation, oh, okay, I, yeah. I, love, I love making fun of Doc. I love ripping Doc. But what could he have done differently in that series when his two stars choke like that? Because what happened in that game, man? I mean, Harden got scared. Like he always does. And, I, and I, I've been the biggest hardened defender because I thought that he kind of got like the raw deal of the year in Houston because Chris Paul got hurt. They actually could have beat that Warriors team and went to the finals. I kind of give him like a pass for the Oklahoma City year because he was coming off the bench, even though he wasn't great in the finals. They were young. But, I mean, he, when the going got tough, wanted nothing to do with the basketball. And Embiid in the third quarter when Boston went on their little run, just didn't want to fight back anymore. He just yeah, didn't want to like give I, any push. The, you know what I mean? Yeah, the one thing yeah. I'd say – is Joel Embiid and Harden were running that two-man game, high pick and roll, going to that consistently, and they had success with it early in the series. Then Joe Mazzulla made the smallest of adjustments, right? You add Robert Williams to the starting lineup, two bigs. They kept doing it. Right. That like there was like Doc didn't Doc didn't try anything else. True. And, and granted, like I get that those are the guys you have to hinge your season on when push comes to shove. But there was just he had no inventiveness. Once Joe Mazzola turned to that too big lineup. I, I blame for, for the process never actually being a thing. I blame one. I blame whoever made the decision, whether it was Daryl Morey, whoever made the decision. I, I actually have no idea. Who made this. Like, was it doc? Was it, why the hell I like Tobias Harris, right? <laughs> but why would you give Tobias why Harris got and ben Simmons that money? Right. When, when you had Jimmy Butler <laughs> on that team, man, I know you lost, on that Kawhi shot that rolled around for 45 minutes and went in, but also Joel Embiid, who's never healthy in the playoffs either, yep. man. Like that year, he had like a stomach ache. You know, he had the mask a couple of years ago. He's, he's just never healthy when we do get there. He needs like a Damian Lillard, a shot creator. He needs the Jamal Murray is what he needs. But, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, again, like Doc deserved to go. He had to go. But I, I don't know that there's anything he could have that he right. could have done uh, differently, really, in that in that series. And I think – where they really screwed up was not paying Jimmy Butler and, and pairing him with Embiid for the next couple of years. Because at least in the playoffs, you know Jimmy Butler is not afraid of the moment. Now, you brought up Dame. Do you think Dame's actually out of Portland finally this offseason? Uh, he, he, he had a tweet today, and he said, yeah. if fans want to trade me, start the petition and send it in. Um, just ask yeah, for a trade, Dame. Just ask for it. It's fine. We would understand. Right. Everyone would understand. Would Dame, I feel like, I mean, Dame's a loyal guy, right? He wants to do it on his own, but I think he's also coming to the realization that he's not getting any younger and, like, these rookies, like the third overall pick. What could you flip it for? Maybe you could flip it to Toronto for Pascal Siakam. You put Dame and Siakam, you know, as the top team in the West over Jamal Murray and Jokic. I, I, I don't. I might even no. like the Thunder roster in a couple I've seen years them try to more. build around Dame. It, it just doesn't work out. It just doesn't work. That's what I'm saying, man. And, and he's also another guy that's like never healthy either. I love Dame, but I think he needs to go elsewhere. I would love to see him with Giannis. I would love to see him in Philadelphia with Embiid. That was my like bold prediction, Kyrie to the Lakers. Um, but 
I, I do. I have no idea. I think he probably ends up staying, maybe getting traded at the deadline. We'll see, though. I mean, what is Portland doing? You just need to rebuild right now. Just blow that thing up. You're not going to win with Dame. Let him go. What it reminds me of with Dame is, like, in college, I had this girlfriend, and we almost just became, like, too good of friends. I didn't want to dump her because I didn't want her to hate me. <laughs> so I kind of just, like, kept screwing up nonchalantly. I feel like that's kind of what Dame is doing <laughs> on social media. You know, he's like, you guys want to trade me? Trade me. You know, I'm a loyal guy, but, you know, there's only so much that... You forget your anniversary, you forget your birth, forget her birthday, just like trying to trying yeah. to let her down easy, I guess. is That that was the thought process? Yeah, he doesn't want to be the bad guy. And, and I get that, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what Aaron Rodgers was doing in Green Bay that last year, too. He's like, hey, like, I don't want to be the bad guy. We, we see this in sports all the time. Russell Wilson's the perfect example because he was so worried about his image, even though we all think he's a kook anyway. He was like, well, I don't want to leave Seattle and ask for a trade. I want people to think that Pete Carroll's actually the bad guy, even though Russell Wilson's right. teammates like never liked him ever. And so, you know, and, and then at the end there, I was like, well, we got to move him here. I think that's what's happening with Dane. He doesn't want to be hated by the fans. He doesn't want to look like he needed to go ring chase, but I think he, know, he knows he needs to ring chase. Or else he's going to be sitting home every year around this time, and that sucks because he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Now, last thing for you, you said you had Mage in the Kentucky Derby, a Preakness this weekend. What are we rocking with? Mage 8-5 to five right now? So, we, uh, I don't think Mage wins, but how yeah. do I go against the horse that just won me the derby? That's, that's the problem. Everyone here. roots for the Triple Crown, right? Like, I understand that. So, I, yeah. And uh, so I did bet Mage, like, really small. I did, like, a Triple Crown prop. The odds weren't great a couple weeks ago over at BetMGM. But this is – I never do well here just because you have the eight horses. It's not the same. You're not getting the best odds like you are at the derby. But as of right now, I do like Mage. And if you give me a follow on uh, social media, at Ryan Horvath, I usually get a note. I got a horse guy in Las Vegas. So he'll probably send me a message uh, tonight around like 6 p.m. at worst, or at the latest, I should say, tomorrow at 8 a.m. And then I'll post that pick. He's my guy. He's the one that had me on Mage. I've actually been watching um, for like the last, like, I don't know, like five and a half months pretty much every single day. And that's why I like Mage so much, man, because, like, should have won, I believe it was the Florida Derby, but mm-hmm. got off to one of like the worst starts a horse could pro- probably possibly get off to and still almost ended up winning that race coming from behind. The horse just needs the break, so I'm going to say the same thing this week. And as of right now, I do like Mace. Well, let's rock. Follow at Ryan Horvat and turn those noties on so we can get the uh, yeah. so we can get our his, his horse guy's opinion on this situation. But, Ryan, appreciate it, man. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks so much, Gabe. Have a great weekend, man. Yes, sir. You too. That was the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And we have come to this time in the show where we hop into the Blitz. We, we go around, we find some stories that we really want to talk about. And today, we have the Bucks interviewing Kelvin Sampson. There's an athletic report out there about the Big 12 and who they are putting serious thought into in a, in a potential expansion conversation. And uh, I think that name will surprise you. We'll talk about that next on 92.9 FM ESPN. Now, the biggest stories overloading the line of bull rush of info. It's Gabe's Blitz on the Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. All right, Gabe, we kind of talked about this yesterday, but didn't get to dive into it fully. Bucks have interviewed with Houston's Kelvin Sampson. Yeah, I, I, I brought it up briefly yesterday. It was sort of breaking news coming from Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, but I, 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 I've had a day to think on it. 
Yeah, I think it would be fine, grand scheme of things, but he's 67. I don't think Houston fans need to worry. Don't worry, Houston fans. He's going to be moving along to the Big 12 with you going into next season. He will retire at Houston. Uh, to be honest with you, I say this because I don't think the Bucks at this moment in his career are a move that makes sense. He's 67, and I don't know a lot of 67-year-olds with 600-plus wins at the collegiate level that feel like they have a whole lot to prove. Right. And the pride and want to it takes for Kelvin Sampson to make that jump would sort of for me, I'd classify that on the foolish side of pride and want to. Um, He can ride this Houston job off into the sunset. He has the blueprint. Sure. I think he'd be fine again. I think he'd be fine in Milwaukee, but there's no reason for him to make that jump. If he took the Bucks job. It would be like the rich old man buying a Ferrari to feel young. That's what it would be, right? And what I tell to him, what I'd say to him is that Lexus is just fine, my man. It's fine. It's more reliable. You know exactly how it rides. You know the feel. You know where to get it serviced. Where, whereas that uh, that that Ferrari, it, it's hard to it's hard to find where to get that thing serviced. You have a lot of issues with it. It may be a little too powerful for you at the moment. Um, and also. Something that's sort of gone under the radar about the Bucks to a certain extent. Obviously, you know they got knocked out by the Heat, so people have, have pointed to it a little bit. But the Bucks are in a surprisingly tough situation. Their new owner, Mark Lazary, wants to make moves. Chris Middleton, his situation, his contract situation is up in the air. Giannis, his contract situation, there's only two more years left. I mean, I think... Considering how the NBA gets rid of more coaching talent than any other league combined, I think that next coach is what, jumping into a situation at most a four- or five-year stint, right? If Giannis moves on, if you can't win championships, you're looking at four to five years. Now, granted, if you turn it into a a, a dynasty, conversations become different. You could be safe, but the chances of that happening seem relatively low. So... I think it would be stupid for for Kelvin Sampson to give this any airtime and for him to actually think about going to Milwaukee. Yeah, when you brought it up yesterday, I think that both of us said, you know, it'd be a fine hire for the Bucks, but it doesn't make you know all the sense in the world. He'd be a good coach up there, but I think right now, to your point, they're in a championship window, so they almost need to bring in a coach that's a mercenary. He knows that this is going to be a couple year job, but as soon as this core's breaking up, he's, he's going to be gone. he's going to be gone. Yeah, but block. it's it's part of like the whole deal. It's yep. they, they know that they're coming in to eventually get fired. Uh, today, I, I'm curious if you've seen the name that got connected to them today, and I think it would be a glorious disaster if it happened. Doc Rivers. Doc, yes! Good God. Doc Rivers. Do you think he has enough talent with Giannis to, to get it done? Oh, my gosh. We keep giving this guy talented rosters, and he can't get to where he needs to get to. When are we going to learn? And he's getting older, too. Man, that would be stupid. That's dumb. Give somebody else an opportunity at some point. Doc Rivers has shown us what he's capable of, and that's seven times getting knocked out of the playoffs with a 3-1 or 3-2 lead. The crazy- For God's sakes, try someone else. I'm going to be honest. The craziest thing about this entire situation with the Bucks, especially now knowing kind of where the owner's head's at, 
is Bud was the perfect guy for it. He, he was there. He was there. You had the guy to fire already in a few years. Uh. Like, he was there already. That's why if you bring in Nick Nurse, it's going to be, you know, kind of more of the same. If you bring in Monty, it's going to be kind of more of the same. I just don't see some guy coming in and unlocking this Bucks team when the roster is what it is. I still think that the front office is to blame more than Bud. And, because and let's be honest. it's uh, The NBA and the front offices don't use common sense about when they fire no, coaches. No, they don't. They don't. No. Because, like... In a lot of other leagues, in, in college football and college basketball, you fire a guy and you have an idea, okay, we can bring in another guy that will do better. Most of the time, Monty Williams gets fired, Bud gets fired, Nurse gets fired. Do you really think the next guy can do a substantially better job with what you have at your disposal on that roster already? It's uh, The NBA hiring and firing practices, just my God, man, it's beyond the pale what these guys do every single year and firing good coaches. It has felt like, especially this offseason, if you want to call it offseason for the teams that are already right. done, there have been firings that were because the fan base needed blood because of how the playoffs have ended, and there was no real plan in place what to do post-firings. Yeah. And I think that's kind of been my biggest issue, is that usually when a coach gets fired, they're like, here's a list of guys that we know that they're going to go after. But right now, it really seems like all of the open jobs, that they're kind of reeling to find candidates. Like, every single day we find out that, like, 10 guys are interviewing, and it's like, did y'all not have no real plan in place before you fired no. these coaches who have won championships, the, who have won coaches NBA. of the year? Like, the what are we doing? And that's why, like, honestly... If I'm the Bucks, I would Ty Lue would be my first phone call. If he actually gets out of the Clippers, because Ty Lue seems like the most I understand that I'm getting hired to be fired type of guy in the league right now. He is a championship coach. I think he does well with players. He has good offenses and good defenses. The Bucks should make him say no. You and, know? and here's the thing. It's like everything around the NBA at times just becomes so zero. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Um, if you don't yes, win a championship as so. a player, you're you're worthless. Your legacy you, doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you don't win a championship as a coach that year with with a with a front office that thinks you have a win now roster, you're terrible. You weren't you weren't the guy for the job. Even if you have won a championship recently, it's it, everything about how how we discuss how we hire and fire. It's so zero sum, and it's annoying after all. Like it's it, it's just it's petulant. It's just it's bothersome. The Athletic is reporting that the Big 12 has put serious thought into UConn. Oh, God. Really? Really? National <laughs> champions UConn. Um, my first thought anytime I see a school like this tied to a power conference, it's hard not to be offended in this city with these names that keep coming up, for God's sake. I mean, Gonzaga, UConn, Fresno State have come up as viable options for the Pac-12 and the Big 12. My God, man. Like, I... I look at Memphis, and I know that like you're on the precipice. They've been on the precipice, the, the university, for years and years and years. But more viable in sports year to year in the major sports in football and basketball. Absolutely. Uh, bigger market. Yes. Stadium funding is here, so you're going to get improvements to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium and the FedEx Forum. 
The fan base is great, even considering the SEC footprint. Most of the people you talk around the city, okay, yeah, maybe there's some SEC uh, people on the outskirts, but a lot of folks support the University of Memphis. And I like, I, I even look, and I know this is just sort of an abstract example to a certain extent. Go look at at, at what happened, SMU, Memphis. And in college game day, how many people were down there? It was, it was the whole city. Unbelievable, it was the whole damn dude. city. Unbelievable. Like, just think about these things before we start putting Gonzaga and Fresno State and UConn into these conversations. And uh, by all accounts, UConn left the AAC to rejoin the Big East, and the big discussion around all UConn circles was about recruiting the Northeast. If we get into the Big East, we're going to recruit the Northeast better. And sure, they have. But how the hell would a jump to the Big 12 help with you recruiting the Northeast? You get a little bit more money per year, but you don't know if the Big 12 is on solid ground right this second. You got out of the AAC where you were playing, having to travel and play UCF every year. You're going to have to hop and do that, that again if you join the Big 12. And I, I guess you could say, okay, this raises the viability of the football program. But the football program stinks. I mean, I'm sorry, it got better last year with Jim Mora Jr., but it's not good. It hadn't been good since Randy Edsall's first uh, first time around when it, when it was late in the Big East's time. But ultimately, like, I, I just look at it, it stores Connecticut. Like, aren't conferences supposed to attack large markets? <laughs> aren't you supposed to go to large markets, larger markets, and try to get them in to bring in a different fan base, a regional fan base? It stores Connecticut. Come on, man. I, I I don't know if these things ultimately happen. It feels like Brett Yormark, the new uh, commissioner of the Big 12, is just throwing things at the wall and seeing how people react and seeing if they'll stick. But the fact that this this is being reported, UConn to the Big 12, I, I, I'm, I'm not behind it, and I think it's ridiculous. I think it's utterly ridiculous. I'm not sure if there's a bigger gap between football and basketball programs in the country than it is at UConn. <laughs> It's no, nuts. No one cares about that program right now. And, and, and they haven't cared, again, since Randy Edsall's first stint with UConn when they were in an orange bowl and they had a little bit of juice. But they just have not been good. The recruiting base for football stinks. They, and it felt like they gave up on their football program, right, when they hopped out of the AAC and Very went to the Big so. East. And now you're going to reward them on the back end by trying to supposedly make their football program more viable? Ridiculous. Jumping to the NFL, Cowboys VP Stephen Jones spoke to the media at a news conference yesterday where professional bull riders announced it will hold the world finals at AT&T Stadium, baby. PBR, baby. yeah, PBR, baby. He was asked about all the contract dealings coming up relatively soon for the Cowboys surrounding uh, players like Trayvon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Dak 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 Prescott, and Micah Parsons. And he said, it's not daunting. I feel like as we move forward, it will all be about timing. But we feel like we can work within the parameters of the cap and make those type of things happen. Um, okay. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dak Prescott and Trayvon Diggs are unrestricted free agents after 2024. CD Lamb's rookie deals up after 2024. Micah Parsons, who ought to be, considering he was an all pro uh, and he's been unbelievable no matter where you put him on a football field. Pretty good. He could have been, I mean, we're talking defensive player of the year type guy. He might be at the top of any defensive play. He might have to get paid the most money of any defensive player in the NFL. You can talk and you can say it's not daunting. It's daunting. It's daunting. And people may be annoyed with Dak Prescott and, okay, maybe he doesn't get you over the hump. But, okay, I say this all the time to a lot of football fans. 
When you have a quarterback like Dak Prescott who can get you 12 wins a year, who can throw for upwards of 4,500 to 5,000 yards a year, they don't just grow on trees in the National Football League. Who are you going to replace them with? So you probably have to get a deal done, but you have four guys who are going to make exorbitant amounts of money, and they probably want extended contracts, and you're going to have to do that before 2024 hits. And I'm not saying it's impossible, Guys could take cuts. I know CeeDee Lamb and Trayvon Diggs have both said they, they, they can't imagine themselves playing in any other uniform. But until they see a contract number in their face from another team, we'll see how true that is. <laughs> right? We'll see how true that is. So I, he, can, he can try to put on a brave face, Stephen Jones. The Jones can try to put on this brave face. But in the end of the day, this is going to be very tough for the Cowboys. This window is open for a year or two more. And then the money starts rolling in, and who else are you able to pay? Who are you able to keep around? Who do you part ways with? It's going to be interesting to watch the next couple of years. But uh, the Jones, of course, are going to go ahead and put on that brave face for us because that's what they do. Steven and, Steven and our man, uh, uh, Jerry. Good old Jerry. But let's go ahead. <laughs> Let's go ahead. That's it. We're done with the Blitz. And uh, we have to put a wrap on this thing. So we'll go ahead and grab a break. When we come back. We'll get to the rewind. Now it's the rewind. Now we play a battle of rewind. Brought to you by Memphis Barbecue Company. Rewind on 92.9. Jimmy Butler is phenomenal. It defies logic how a team and a guy can slip through the regular season, through the play-in. They're down to the bowls with two minutes left. Uh, fighting for their playoff lives not too long ago, long ago, but then they catch fire behind the energy of one man, that is Jimmy Butler. He sets the table, scores at a high clip, locks in defensively, and the rest of his eight-seeded team follows. Heat are up 1-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals over the Boston Celtics, and they still only have, according to ESPN Analytics, a 2.1% chance of winning the finals. We can keep doubting. We can but that doesn't seem wise. Jaw's shoe is on hold. The Hunger Jaw 1 sneakers are no longer listed on the Nike or Finish Line apps, which were expected to be released on May 25th. But what else could we have expected? He's the face of a brand, face of a shoe line. He's flashing guns. They're holding on and waiting for an NBA decision. I know some folks have pondered the thought of whether or not he will get dropped by Nike. I don't think that's the case, but I I do imagine, seeing how this is all played out, this signals a pushback of the shoe drop. It's it's that simple. They're waiting for the NBA to make a decision, then they'll make a decision on when these shoes are going to drop, but we shall see. If you want to play back the whole show, it's simple. Download the Odyssey app and search 92.9 ESPN. What's the biggest game tonight? Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Biggest game tonight's obviously going to be the Lakers at the Nuggets. Right now, that line is favoring the Nuggets by five and a half. I think the Lakers are going to come in and make a statement tonight. I'm going to take the Lakers, but I also have no idea because this playoffs has been so damn weird. Every single so, game of the playoffs so has been weird. So your brand right now? I don't know. What You're to not do. playing to the altitude tonight in game two with only a day of rest? You're not playing to it? It's, it's I don't know, man. I just feel like the, the reverse jinx isn't going to work in this series, so I just got to follow my heart. The Jinx, they're, they're, the Nuggets are too powerful for the Jinx. I can't do it. We're, the altitude offsets We, we it. have an off-brand Connor Dunning today with a big game tonight. Okay. The we'll Heat are messing with, with me, all right? <laughs> we'll they're rock. messing with me. We'll Nothing rock. makes sense. <laughs> we'll down rock. is up. Up is down. <laughs> we'll rock with it. 
Fast forward. Fast forward. PGA Championship Day 2 will be on the way. Uh, same with Eastern Conference Finals Game 2. Can the, can the Celtics respond? They have, generally speaking, throughout these playoffs, but I don't know what to think of them, man. They seem to be a little bit of a front-running team. They seem to be, uh, they need to get hit in the mouth every once in a while to respond. You want a team with that type of talent to be able to come out and bury less talented teams, but they just don't do that. They just don't do that. Also, we'll have Western Conference Finals Game 2 reaction, but there will be plenty on the way tomorrow. But that's a wrap for today. Thanks to Jeff Calkins and Brian Horvath for their contributions to today's show. We'll meet back here at the same time tomorrow. But in the meantime, Joe and Amber are next. For Connor, I'm Gabe. Be easy, be safe, and enjoy the rest of your night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.